Hi there, and welcome to Naturally Recovering Autism. I'm your host, Karen Thomas, and I want to thank you so much for being here with us and tuning in and hopefully tuning in weekly because there's so many valuable resources that I have to share with you. And as you know, my own son was uh, diagnosed with autism now 14 years ago, and I was told to drug him and try behavioral therapies and basically good luck. There wouldn't be anything else we could do for him. And uh, fortunately, my background as a craniosacral therapist and in holistic health and studying the brain let me know that the brain could heal. And I had to figure it out on my own as you're doing. And I know it takes a lot of time and effort to do that. And so now I want to save you a lot of the time time and the expense that I put out and walk you through it. And I've created a free online workshop to help you understand what those steps are because today my son is fully recovered. Um, I'm proud to say he's a senior in college. He lives 800 miles away from me on his own in his own apartment. All of his symptoms today of autism are gone that he once had. And we know every child's level of recovery is different, but they can get better if you know what to do. And so my four-stage workshop, again, is free for you. And I go through stage one of healing the gut, stage two of natural, safe, heavy metal detoxification, stage three of clearing the co-infections like mold and Lyme and strep, and then stage four is brain support and repair once you get all the inflammation and the toxins out of the way. And you can get that free workshop at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash free workshop. It's there for you. And please share it with anybody you know who might be interested in it as well because these uh, these resources are available and parents are, are out there searching for them. And uh, I want to help as many people as we can. And uh, again, thank you for being here with us today. And I think you're really going to appreciate today's uh, today's topic as well, because we're going to talk about detoxification, which is huge for children in autism. And even more so, we're going to get specific. We're going to be talking about colonic hydrotherapy and enemas and how beneficial they can be in the, the whole gut healing process and how they help to flush Uh, toxins out of the liver because our kids have congested livers and that's the organ of detoxification. So um, we're going to be we're going to be going into depth about that today, and we're fortunate to have Julia Loggins here with us today, and she is an expert in colonic hydrotherapy. And so I'm going to give you a little bit of her background before uh, we begin with the interview, and uh, so you know a little bit about Julia, because she has her own personal story and also does some work with children with autism, which she'll tell you about today, too. Julia Loggins, a certified colon therapist and gut health expert, has helped thousands heal over her 36 plus year career as a gut health expert in private practice in Santa Barbara, California. Ms. Loggins received her health educator's educator certification from Hippocrates Health Institute in 1983 and trained with Dr. Ann Wigmore and Dr. Brian Clement in facilitating the reverse, reversal of chronic and acute illness. She holds a certification from the Whole Body Institute in Mind-Body Reproductive Health. However, Ms. Loggins says that her childhood experience of life-threatening illness, spending most of her first two decades in and out of hospitals, and saving her own life is her most profound credential in understanding the nuances of healing mind and body and the critical role of digestive health and the trauma that that can accompany sustained stress, uh, that can accompany sustained stress and disease. She's the author of two books, Dare to Detoxify, and It Takes Guts to Be Happy, a 21-day plan to heal your belly and recharge your life. 
And as usual, I have created a page to go along with today's episode uh, for anything we talk about uh, and also for any links to things that we, we discuss as well. And that will be at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash 59, just the numbers 59. And uh, that will be there for you today as well. So, um, Ms. Loggins, Julia, thank you so much for being here with us today. I really appreciate you uh, being able to, to, to join us and uh, for taking your time and your expertise for us. Oh, I'm excited to be here. This is a, a subject very near and dear to my heart. And, um, and, of course, the subject of detoxification is what I spend my days doing. But the subject of healing autism naturally is, is like, as I said to you, very, very dear to my heart. Yeah, you mentioned that you have a, a friend who has a son with autism, and you helped to heal that child my, as well. Yes, my closest friend' ha, uh, son um, was diagnosed with autism, and uh, he also had multiple seizures. And uh, like you, she fought the doctors um, and even her husband at the time who suggested drugs and all kinds of therapies. And because of our long relationship and her understanding my path and what had happened to me um, through through drugs and what that did to my body, you know, we created a protocol probably really similar to the one you ended up creating for your son. And her son is now also completely free of symptoms and is a junior in college living in Seattle, Washington. Um, she lives in Southern California. So he is also entirely on his own. He's a black belt in karate and um, was an Eagle Scout, um, a superb musician. Um, excels in school so it can be done yeah and thank you for sharing that because it does help parents hear more than my story and there are there are stories like this all over the world happening today if you know what to do and that's what uh, what we want to be able to share with 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 our listeners and so I know you have your own story too um, and you said you spent you spent the first two decades of your life in and out of hospitals so I'm, I'm kind of curious you know how how you um, came into this what a little, give us yeah. a little bit of background on you maybe Sure, absolutely. So I was born in 1955. I'm almost 65. And um, those were the prime time years for chemicals, the pharmaceuticals. And um, I was born with what we now know to be environmental sensitivity. I had vaccine reactions, but they were not diagnosed at the time. My mom remembered them um, later on in years as we learned about vaccine injury, but at the time they weren't identified. And so by the time I was um, one years old, I was already struggling for my life with life-threatening asthma, allergies. And then as I got more and more medication, because this was the 50s and I wasn't breastfed, then I also developed autoimmune disease, uh, rheumatoid arthritis, um, you know, I, I became a universal reactor, so I was allergic to absolutely everything. I had, over the years, I had three near-death experiences, and doctors finally told my parents I wouldn't live past 17. So wow. that, and I, I, yeah. So, you know, my organs were failing. There wasn't much, you know, there wasn't much left. I was sent to drug experimental programs all over the country, and 
with each one successively, another organ would begin to fail, which now we understand why. Um, we understand that because we understand what happens with pharmaceutical drugs and our fragile organs. And for people like me who um, are environmentally sensitive, and that includes every child with autism, we know that their pathways for detoxification are all compromised. And so um, I was lucky enough to meet a doctor in my late teens who began to understand environmental sensitivities. Yeah, you sound like a child uh, basically with autism. I mean, that's that's what it is. It just yeah. depends on how you're affected. You know, we have to take a we're going to take a short break right here, but when we come back, we'll we'll jump right back into the the all of those things you just talked about, the organ toxicity, environmental sensitivities and and these pathways of detoxification. Uh, you're listening to Naturally Recovering Autism. I'm your host Karen Thomas. Stay with us. We will be right back. Have you ever wondered why some children recover from their symptoms of autism while others never seem to get any better? After 13 years of research, Karen Thomas has recovered her own son from his symptoms of autism naturally. She now shares how she did it with you in her free webinar so that you can have the right resources and knowledge to help your child. The definition of recovery is to regain health. Karen offers this to you in four stages. Healing the gut, natural heavy metal detoxification, balancing the co-infections of autism, brain support, and repair. Register now for this free webinar to help you know what you can do to help your child to sleep better, be more calm, improve focus, and reach their fullest potential to live a happy, healthy life. Go to naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash free workshop. Empowering parents with the resources to naturally recover autism from a mom who's done it. Hi there and welcome back to Naturally Recovering Autism. I'm your host Karen Thomas and I want to thank you again for being here with us today. We are talking about a very important subject for autism recovery and that is about detoxification and specifically we'll be talking about enemas and colonic hydrotherapy. But before the break, we have uh, Julia Loggins here with us, a certified colon therapist and gut health expert. And uh, Julia, you were talking before the break about the importance of the, you know, how the the, to- the organs become toxic with the environmental sensitivities. And, um, you know, I, I see our kids kind of as little canaries in our coal mine world here. And there's so many things to, to, you know, protect yourself from in a sense today. And these pathways of detoxification really do get compromised. The, the liver gets congested, the lymphatic system gets backed up. So um, why don't we talk a little bit about, in your experience, the, the gut health and the scope of your practice and how you're able to help, um, help people with this and what, you know, kind of what it does. Give us a little background there. Absolutely. So the key to um, healing our gut and, of course, then healing our brain, because we know the gut and the brain are connected, and that's something, you know, I learned um, from the beginning of my practice. But when I began practicing 36 years ago, the science wasn't um, as prevalent as it is now on the gut-brain connection. Now we really understand all the science of those connections. So the, what happens is when the liver is congested and the colon is impacted, and the, as you said, the lymphatic system is congested, then the toxins can't move out of the body. And what 
is so key is that we always remember to come back to detox as our, we, it's the place we start and the place we always keep coming back to when we're, whatever protocol follows that. Because what I do see in my practice is that people will hear about some kind of detox pra- uh, protocol that they want to do and they'll forget to, that the key to that is liver detoxification and colon detoxification because if you jump into a, some kind of detox protocol for heavy metals or anything at all and, and the colon doesn't, isn't flushed, then what happens is the body just has nowhere for those toxins to go because those pathways are clogged and those to- those toxins will just be recirculated. So it's so important for all of our listeners to understand the basis for that healing process is cleansing the colon and, of course, proper digestion, the understanding of what allows for assimilation and elimination. And then in- healing happens after that. The body is miraculous and healing will follow once the detox practices are uh, enlisted. And that's one of the, the first things I tell people um, that I work with, like in my mentoring program, if you if you don't have some type of binders and support for your liver and your lymphatic system in place, even just starting the right diet, like getting rid of the processed carbohydrates and the sugars and, and the things that the kids are usually eating, um, and then uh, get rid of those out of the diet, as the bad bacteria starts to die off, we have what's literally called die-off reactions, and because they're releasing toxins, so you've got to have some support for for these things as that's happening. And you often see heightened behaviors when there is detoxification going on, and there's especially when there's not enough um, binders in place, or when the, the the detoxification processes are not working well enough. And so, what 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 is it that you um, that you're doing with uh, colon hydrotherapy? I mean, there's colon hydrotherapy therapy and then there's enemas. So enemas are more of an at home and I'll have you explain, you know, more about that in, to, in today's show, but, um, and, and colonic. So the, the variations and what are you, um, what are you doing? I know you also work with autism. So if you can, um, even, well, I, I guess everybody with autism has congested livers, but a lot of the people that you're working with probably do too. So what, what can Absolutely. you um, share with us that's helpful there? Sure. Well, and you're right. Um, Everybody I work with has congested livers, but in America today, almost everybody has congested livers. That's what we're dealing with. And you're right. Our autistic kids are the canaries in the coal mine. And even though my symptoms weren't classically autistic because where mine expressed were around my lungs, which was life-threatening asthma, it's just we, we break where we're most vulnerable. It's all the same. So um, this will fit you know, definitely that population of kids with autism, but for their families, if they have other children who are expressing um, um, illnesses in different ways, the healing process is still the same to come back to the detoxification pathways that need to be cleared. And, um, and so, yes, I do see, uh, I see teenagers um, definitely for colon hydrotherapy, and I'm happy to whenever you'd like me to, you know, talk more about that in detail. Enemas are something we do at home. And I also suggest for, um, for 
kids and teenagers and families alike, because um, it's nice to do things as a family, um, to make sure that they are, that things are moving through, that the kids are having bowel movements every day. I created a really gentle product because I couldn't find one on the market that was gentle enough, that was not a laxative, but that moved things through the colon in a gentle way. It's called the Happy Gut Cleanse. It's available on my website. Um, but I, I did that because I wanted an herbal formula that was very gentle and that t- teenagers could take and kids could take. And it's so important that Everybody is using the bathroom that they're going to the bathroom every single day. And this may seem like a simple thing or a silly thing to talk about, but it's so important because when that, that's sort of the number one thing, even before we get to colonics that, and enemas that kids are using the bathroom every day and that it's simple and easy and it becomes something that's comfortable for them. Yeah, a lot of kids, um, I hear this from parents a lot, their their child might actually become fearful of going to the bathroom because they've been in pain for so long and they get really right. constipated. Right. And, and and I'm always trying to educate parents in understanding too. And they're fearful. So yeah, ways that we have to help them to keep things moving. I know mitochondria is an issue too to make sure that their uh, their muscle their cells are getting enough energy so the muscles get enough energy to push the, the stool through the bowels. But there's, you know, the constipation is an issue because the longer the stool sits in the bowel, the longer time available for the toxins in it to reabsorb back through the bowel walls and into the, the body, the bloodstream, and then uh, recirculate again through the body. So, um, so yeah, constipation is, and it's such a big issue with children with autism. And sometimes because of the dysregulation also in the gut and um, the dysbiosis going on with with children with autism, it'll go sometimes from bounce back and forth from constipation to diarrhea. Um, But the constipation, um, all of that is, you know, such a big issue. We're going to take a short break right here. You're listening to Naturally Recovering Autism. I'm your host, Karen Thomas. Please stay with us. We're going to be right back. Hi there, and welcome back to Naturally Recovering Autism. I'm your host, Karen Thomas. Thank you again for being here with us today. We have Julia Loggins uh, with us, who is a certified colon therapist and gut health expert. And uh, right now we're talking more about detoxification and specifically uh, the constipation issue. So before the break, Julia, we were kind of, you know, we were discussing that, and it's such a big issue with children, especially on the autism spectrum. So why don't we talk a little bit about digestion issues issues and, and reasons for constipation and then help for it. Sure, absolutely. So um, I saw something in your blog that I want to highlight. I know you've already spoken about it, but it can't hurt to say it again, which is um, people sometimes think that the way to get things moving through our kids' bodies is more fiber. But my experience is that more fiber can do more harm than good because when kids are congested or anyone is congested and they're constipated, more fiber just clogs things up. So that's why I always suggest using, whether it's an herbal, a gentle herbal formula or an enema or colonic, other things, um, extra electrolytes um, is an excellent thing to use, um, aloe vera juice to get things gently moving through. But just more fiber alone isn't necessarily the best way to go. So, um, but to answer your question directly, for 
digestion. One of the reasons that kids and teens dealing with autism have constipation is because their food is not breaking down. They're not making food enzymes in their stomach. And actually research shows us that 75% of adults over 40 are not making food enzymes either. So this really applies to everyone out there, but specifically to kids with autism, they're not making digestive enzymes. So one of the supplements that can be important for you to consider is a digestive enzyme for your child. And the way to know if your child is digesting their food is, do they lose energy after they eat? Do they, are they exhausted? Is, are their symptoms worse after eating? Um, these things all show that the food is just not digesting. And that, that food that's not digested will end up in the, in the colon and cause constipation. And that is important to know too. I mean, there's there's symptoms that people see and uh, digestive enzymes. I, I'll actually link. I'll add it to the show notes for today. Um, I did uh, interview an expert on enzymes for autism uh, a while back, so I will link to that as well. Because between that and hydrochloric acid, another thing that comes up a lot is is right. GERD or acid backup. So you want to touch on that a little bit too. I do. And hydrochloric acid is, it's an important, it's such an important um, enzyme for the stomach. And we get afraid of it because we think, oh, we don't want to be acidic and that's what's going to cause acid reflux. But it's actually that we are not making um, hydrochloric acid in our stomach and that's what's causing our digestive problems. So hydrochloric acid is a really important key for digestive health. It's the enzyme that digests protein, which is the hardest enzyme to digest and yet the most important nutrient for our brains. Digestible protein is so important. Um, and, and I created a, a digestive enzyme that's simply hydrochloric acid, so it's very simple. But because digestible protein is often hard to get into kids, they're not interested in food or they're just not interested in the right food, um, I created some sugar-free, gluten-free protein powders just to make getting digestible food into kids and teenagers palatable and fun and easy, which is always a help for parents, which is how to get really good, high-quality food into kids and teenagers. And that kind of, that way we're doing our best to avoid getting into the constipation because we're getting really highly digestible foods into our kids and teens in an easy way. You know, I think some of the picky eating, it has to do with, um, for one, sensory issues in the mouth. Food is a little uncomfortable in their mouth for them in the beginning right. uh, and, until their, their system starts, their central nervous system starts to calm down. But they um, they also, I think, become fearful of food. And I see parents become fearful of feeding time, too. So the child sees the parent oh. fearful. And they're thinking, well, if mom's afraid, what, there must be something to be afraid oh. of. And the child has been yeah. feeling uncomfortable. Absolutely. Oh, and I know personally what that feels like myself. You know, when I, when I was struggling with allergies, there were four foods I could eat for two years. And while I was healing my autoimmune system and I was terrified to eat and I know exactly what that's like. And I know what that was like for my mom. She just did a series. Um, she just did a series of videos for me. Um, of in interviews of what it was like to be my mom and to go through that experience and how scary that was. And um, so I know firsthand what that's like. 
And so, you know, creating something that was palatable for kids was so important to me, having been there myself, having um, kids with autism in my practice, and also just kids and teens who are picky eaters for so many reasons, and to try to take that fight off the table, to try to take that struggle off the table is has always been really important to me personally. So um, that's, that's an important piece. And then the detox protocols, whatever you think your listeners would want to know about that, I am, I'm happy to answer. Yeah, I mean, I have a few, some things that I use myself for that make sure that we get through phase one and two liver detoxification that helps support the lymphatic system, other uh, important binders um, that, uh, that, you know, to add in uh, chlorella and occasionally activated charcoal, various things that can be uh, really helpful to, to grab those extra toxins when, when the liver does really start to dump. Uh, and the, the child can sometimes just get much worse. And that's some, those are strong indicators that you know, maybe more binders are being needed, but the detoxification is, that you're doing is working. But we want to do it safely. We want to do it gently. We want to do it slowly. That's and right. we've got to add in the extra support. So um, do you have some additional things to, I mean, of course, we're going to talk about clonics and enemas. Did you have something else that you wanted to talk about before that? Well, I, um, plenty of water. Of course, um, yeah. and sometimes that's tricky to get in to our kids and our teenagers. So adding a sugar-free electrolyte to that is not only really important for the metabolic health, and that helps constipation too, making sure there's enough electrolytes. Um, of course, we're avoiding Gatorade and all those kinds of sugary um, electrolyte drinks, but just at a sugar-free electrolyte supplement. Um, I think that is that goes a really long way. And yes, I agree with you about activated charcoal. That's that can be a help um, as well because it's going to bind things and get things moving. And we always do want to jump into detoxification things, but I love when the body can do it itself. Lymphatic drainage therapy can be key as long as it's married to some kind of enema colon therapy or herbal formula that's moving, you know, moving things through because lymphatic drainage therapy is going to those toxins into the body and we want to keep that flowing. But I'm a huge fan of lymphatic drainage therapy. I've seen great results with it. Yeah, I actually, in my mentoring program, I have made a lymphatic drainage um, a video to help parents understand how they can actually work on, on those areas on their child themselves, even at home. Um, we need Absolutely. to take a short break. We need to take a short break right here. Uh, you're listening to Naturally Recovering Autism. Stay with us. We- Hi there, and welcome back to Naturally Recovering Autism. I'm your host, Karen Thomas, and thank you again for being here with us today. We are talking about detoxification, and specifically, we will be getting into now um, more about colonic hydrotherapy and enemas. And we have Julia Loggins here, who is a colon therapist and gut health expert. And Julia, I'd like to to get into colonics a little bit to have you as the expert help uh, explain, you know, how they work and and what age is uh, is appropriate, the youngest age to bring a child in, and you know, there's whole, that whole aspect around the child feeling safe and comfortable and um, I know that when children have received clonics uh, that I've talked to the parents that they really once once you can kind of get through the into the first appointment and the child understands 
afterwards how much better they feel. And if the parent, you know, if they're young enough, the parents can stay there with them. Um, yeah. And uh, and just making the child understand that once the first appointment is done, then it's easy to get to them, them to following appointments because they really realize how much better it is or how much better they feel. And because the clonic hydrotherapy gets so high up into the GI tract, um, much further than enemas, which we'll talk about soon too, that um, that they really are able to, if you're doing a parasitic cleanse or something that we really need to get up there higher, it's able to flush the entire um, the entire GI tract. So can you talk about all of those pieces, especially, you know, what, what you, what do you feel is the earliest age that a child, uh, is comfortably and safely coming in for a colonic hydrotherapy appointment? So, um, really colonics can be done at any age. I've done, I've done colonics for kids as young as five. Um, and I generally see kids around seven to eight um, definitely, I have lots of teens in my practice, and that's, you know, they're comfortable, and I mean, they're often hear them, you know, they're often leading the, the charge um, because they feel horrible, and after they get a colonic, they feel so much better, and they feel so much better instantly, and there are so few things that can bring relief that quickly. It's pretty amazing to experience because once those those toxins are flushed out of the body, the results can be really fast, especially for kids and teenagers. Um, but it's so important for me as a colon therapist that the kids are very comfortable and that I've had sometimes, and I'm okay with this, that a kid will come in with their family and we'll meet and they'll just get to be comfortable and they'll get on the table and then maybe that's all they can do at the time. The actual, the actual insertion of a small tube into their rectum and small amounts of water that are going to go in and out. Of course, the child or teen is totally covered up and, um, and I'm talking to them and I'm right there and whatever level of abdominal massage that they're comfortable with, I'm doing. But if all they're comfortable with doing the first time is just to come in and meet me and maybe get on the table, that's okay. I'm willing to do this in a step-by-step process. And you want to find a colon therapist that's had experience um, in this area and is willing to work with you step-by-step because building trust and safety is is the most important thing. I mean, after all, that's that alone creates healing. That alone creates um, that gut brain connection to feel safe, and 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 that's a big piece of it. So then the process itself, where yes, a, a colonic can get the water can get farther up into the colon than an enema can. And that colon, of course, is the last six feet of the lower intestine, and it can hold a tremendous amount of waste, even in a small child, especially one that's constipated. Um, and I do, that's why I do suggest using, um, an, you know, there's very favorable formulas like the one I created, the Happy Gut Cleanse, to get things moving so that they're not completely blocked up by the time they get in to see a colon therapist. But it's a comfortable safe procedure and I always make sure that all the way through the kids are feeling safe and comfortable. If there's a moment in it where they're not feeling good or they're feeling a little nauseous, that means the liver is releasing and I'm always reassuring them through that moment, okay, 
that's actually, this is really good. You're, you're feeling a little nauseous because the, the poisons are moving out of you. And in 30 seconds, you're going to feel better. Let's make a countdown. And we'll pick things in the room to focus on. We'll do visualizations. We'll, you know, we'll create a story, a healing story. All of that to basically to create a healing atmosphere where I create an experience for, and the, the parents are always there. So I'm creating an experience where we're doing visualization. We're picturing the poisons leaving the body. We're creating a safe place. So it's a, it's a whole experience and that's what you want. And I'm explaining it so that you find someone and they create that kind of a place and that's where healing is going to occur. So it's, yes, the poisons are coming out, but it's the whole, there's a connection. We want to connect the child or teen's brain to what's going on. So we're completely integrating the, the experience where nobody's leaving their body while this is happening. We're just very present. I think the child having a greater understanding, even when they're five, they can they can again being fe- felt feeling really comfortable. They can understand um, what's going on if it's explained to them, and and in a way, like you said, the visualization is a great idea where they can understand why they're doing something that they're doing. Because if you just take a child in for an appointment like that, they, and you don't explain it to them, they have no idea why you're doing what you're doing. But yeah. if you explain it to them, then yeah, that understanding helps a lot. Oh, it does. I mean, I'm a person that had spent, you know, their childhood going through so many different protocols. So many things were done to every part of my body. Um, I had severe trauma from that. And so I'm so conscious of creating safety and trust in the environment. I know what it's like to be a child where people are doing things to you or talking about you as if you're not there. And and language is so important, and um, our kids and teens, no matter what their level, no matter what it appears, we know they are fully present. And so I'm always relating to them that way. And that's that's just going to – it's amazing that just those things alone and reconnecting the gut, the brain, especially if there's been discomfort, if there's been any area that there's discomfort we want to disassociate from. So if I create a colonic experience where we're, we're bringing everything together and the child is, then that can create healing. And then when they go home and they're doing a home enema, they bring they bring that experience with them, which is what can be so valuable about getting a professional colonic and then bringing that into that experience into your home anima experience. And then the child wants to come back again, which is important yes. too, so that they don't have the fear of going yes. back there for something that's so beneficial. We're going to take a short right. break right here. You're listening to Naturally Recovering Autism. Stay with us. Hi there, and welcome back to Naturally Recovering Autism. I'm your host, Karen Thomas, and today we're talking about detoxification, but specifically with uh, enemas and colonic hydrotherapy to help cleanse the gut. We want to relieve constipation, help detoxify uh, the, uh, the those toxins that are sitting up in the colon that get lodged in there, and, uh, and uh, especially when the liver is backing up and the organs of detoxification aren't working properly, how beneficial this can be for moving that out of the system. It's a relief to not only the body, but also the brain. I mean, you really can feel the, the gut-brain connection in that way, the, the sense of, of anxiousness for a lot of people and the stress 
and how that can really be alleviated with uh, this type of therapies. And it's very important. We talked about having your child as early as, as age five could have a, a colonic, but it, you really want to go to an educa- educated, certified practitioner. And I'm going to link to that in today's show notes at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash 59. So you know how to find one of those near where you live, uh, because that is really important. And having a child feel safe and comfortable in this experience. So this is if you're taking your child to a a colon hydrotherapist at their office because this is is something that really needs to be done by an educated practitioner. Now I'd like to move into more of enemas because this is something that parents can do at home for their children. And Julia, I would love for you to explain, you know, uh, some of the steps that are really important to do at home and making a child or or a parent as well feel safe uh, with, with what they're doing and the steps. And I know that you have a couple of books that you walk walk through the steps with. So maybe you can just explain um, a little bit more about enemas and, and, you know, some good steps to take with children. Absolutely. And I love giving, um, teaching things that we can do at home because as parents, um, we want to be able to do as much as we can at home. And then I, I want the kids and teenagers themselves to have tools in their toolbox so that they can make themselves feel better when they're in, you know, and they're going through um, any kind of detox where they have heightened symptoms and they'll have that in their toolbox forever. So a home enema is something that you can absolutely safely do at home. After all, our grandmothers and great grandparents um, did them and they've been done for a long, long time. This is nothing new. And, um, and I do give a step-by-step detail for how to do enemas in both of my books, Dare to Detoxify and It Takes Guts to Be Happy. You can find those on cleansingforenergy.com, my website. So step-by-step, and I also have some YouTube videos on doing it because it's, a, it's simple. You want to make sure that you're using, that you buy um, an enema bag. You can use an enema bag or a bucket and using very warm water. And you want to make sure that your child is feeling very comfortable with this. And, you know, one of the ways to do it is you can do one on yourself and let your child watch you. I mean, that's, I'm always, you know, having parents and kids share these experiences because the more that they become um, day to day and familiar and not, and not, and not scary. It's just because, oh, see, I'm doing this and watch me do this. And so I think that's one really, that's what I suggest to parents is they do it and make it something everybody's doing. And I know too that um, coffee enemas um, are really beneficial, mm-hmm. um, especially if you're uh, they they really because the the coffee helps stimulate the hemorrhoidal veins, which then through even even though it's distal, because the enema doesn't have to go very far up, but those veins being stimulated also helps to stimulate the liver to um, and the gallbladder to help to flush out some of the toxins. And this can be really helpful if your immune system is lowered, if you feel like you're you're catching a flu or a cold at all, uh, it can be really, really beneficial. Um, so, um, you know, do you have some uh, something that I know you want to use some very, very specific uh, uh, organic um, coffee enemas, uh, coffee that's specifically made for enemas as well. And, and those can yeah, be found on absolutely. some quality sites online. 
Yeah, absolutely. And I, I do coffee enemas and coffee colonics, and I do coffee colonics in the office. One of the great things about going to a colon therapist is that because there is absolutely caffeine, you have to use regular organic coffee beans with caffeine. One of the great things about a colonic is it makes flushing the caffeine out really easy. It's often even easier, especially in the very beginning, to um, get that caffeine flushed out by a colon therapist. It takes a little bit of practice of doing just water enemas before you get good enough to make sure, because you really want to make sure when you're working with kids and teens that that caffeine is getting flushed. So when if you're doing a coffee retention enema at home, make sure you are doing bags of water after that. So that's not only is that a really important time for the liver to flush in the subsequent bags after the coffee retention, but it moves the caffeine and the acid out of the body. And so uh, is there a certain amount of, of liquid that you would generally uh, advise a parent to use at home? Because I know some people are afraid of using too much. So do you have any, any, anything to, to share with that? Sure. So um, I would advise starting with about a pint. Now, the colon, an adult colon, can hold two quarts of water. Um, easily, but and water, of course, is not a foreign thing to the colon. That that's that's something that's um, that's moving through the colon all the time. But I would suggest using a pint of warm water, and we want to make sure it's body temperature a little bit above. And as I said, the most important thing is if you can t- tell your child really specifically what this is about. So they are absolutely they're engaged in this like a science project. And like you said, you know, kids and teens, they understand. You can look at books, you can look at diagrams, you can look at my videos, um, you can. So they really understand what this is about, and it's something that they're very much a part of. It's not being done to them. Um, because as a kid, having those things done to me, I, I'm, I'm always seeing this from two points of view, as the practitioner healing and as the child or teenager who's, um, who we're looking to heal, and I'm wanting their comfort and safety and cooperation to be number one. But, it, but I see it all the time. I mean, I see once kids discover that they feel better, they, they're they so on top of this. In fact, they're so on top of their diet changes. When I'm doing my courses and kids and teenagers get into it, they're usually the ones who make more changes than the parents because they are like, oh, wow, I feel, I feel good now. And that's how they feel about colonics and enemas, if they know they can relieve their symptoms, that they know they can relieve their symptoms, then they're on board. Right. I mean, they're, they literally, you know, can focus better, have a clearer head, uh, feel calmer. And there's so many things that are beneficial to, as we mentioned, the, the gut is now called the second brain. It's uh, And there's so much documented scientific studies now about how the gut does control the brain. So all of everything we're talking about for detoxification is not only helpful for the detoxification process, but it's also helpful in supporting the brain. We're going to take a short break right here. You're listening to Naturally Recovering Autism. I'm your host, Karen Thomas. Please stay with us. We will be. Have you ever wondered why some children recover from their symptoms of autism while others never seem to get any better? 
After 13 years of research, Karen Thomas has recovered her own son from his symptoms of autism naturally. She now shares how she did it with you in her free webinar so that you can have the right resources and knowledge to help your child. The definition of recovery is to regain health. Karen offers this to you in four stages. Healing the gut, natural heavy metal detoxification, balancing the co-infections of autism, brain support, and repair. Register now for this free webinar to help you know what you can do to help your child to sleep better, be more calm, improve focus, and reach their fullest potential to live a happy, healthy life. Go to naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash free workshop. Empowering parents with the resources to naturally recover autism from a mom who's done it. Hi there and welcome back to Naturally Recovering Autism. I'm your host Karen Thomas and today we're talking with Julia Loggins who is a certified colon therapist and gut health expert and we've been discussing detoxification and colonic hydrotherapy and enemas and enemas are something again you can do at home uh, safely and I know that you know sometimes you'll have some questions around these things so it is important to know that um, Julia is also available for um, on phone consults and so I will link to her uh, her website and her contact information on today's show notes, which will be at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash 59. So even if you're working with a therapist, a colon hydrotherapist near you, but or you're thinking about going to one in the future and you have questions that uh, Julia has mentioned that she is available, uh, again, uh, via phone or Skype. So that's really, really helpful knowledge for you as a parent, especially to know because I know there are questions that come up around these topics and the safety and the it, it might be something that's totally foreign to you. You haven't heard much about this or you've heard about it, but it's always seems scary in some way uh, or, or just because you just don't know enough about it. And that's where we want to make sure that you feel comfortable. And, uh, and Julia is available for a resource. So again, naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash 59. Uh, we'll link to all of her resources uh, on her website there for you. And, um, and Julia, we wanted to mention, we've talked about enzymes and some uh, a couple of the herbs that you might want to mention that you like as well. And then uh, we can touch on probiotics. We just have a few minutes here, but probiotics do help to recolonize the gut with the positive good bacteria. And so, um, and I've done some episodes in the past on probiotics, and I can link to those in the show notes. But Julie, um, could you uh, comment from that from your uh, from your educated standpoint? Well, it is important because one of the things I see with kids that are autistic is high levels of yeast and candida and yeast overgrowth. Of course, we know that also comes from sugar or too many antibiotics, um, but stress, sustained stress can throw the pH off as well. So one of the things that, um, that help our kids who are dealing with candida or yeast, um, and you can have a yeast overgrowth without having a, a, like a vaginal yeast infection. You can, and the signs of that are rashes, bloating, um, any, any, you know, kind of itchy things like that, that can be yeast. And probiotics are really helpful for that. So I have a link on that. Um, you've done a show on that. I, I, I have some myself that don't need to be refrigerated that they can get on my website. That can be a really helpful supplement and it's an easy one to add into your, um, into your kid's diet. 
Yeah, a lot of them, um, if, if it's in a capsule form, it can be opened up and poured into a food or beverage, or if it's a soft right, exactly. gel, it can be opened up too. Yeah, because our kids, a lot of them can't take or won't take a, a pill, even if it's a small soft gel. So uh, it's important oh, to know that those they can be exactly, you can disguise anything in a smoothie too. So I, I often um, advise for parents to just dump things into a smoothie and don't, don't even ask your child to swallow pills or capsules. It makes it so much easier. And I know you said you have some digestive proteins um, that uh, powders, but what do you, like parents always, I always, you know, really, especially with candida, I want to say stay away from sugars and even fruit while you're especially in the beginning yes. part of that, that detox cleanse for it because you don't want to feed sugars to those bacteria because they thrive on them. And so what, um, yeah. maybe you can give an example, and again, we're just almost out of time here, but an example of a, a smoothie that you might put together that you yeah. feel safe You know, with. I... I it's true. You know, it's funny. I actually created protein powders that were good with just water, just so that they would not need to have fruit added to them for that very reason, because of my clients dealing with so much candida and yeast overgrowth and me personally. So if you have a protein powder that all you need to do is add water, that's really the best. Otherwise, I would advise a very low, um, you can do vegetables or a very low sugar fruit like a berry like yeah. raspberries, organic for sure. You might want to make sure that those berries are organic. Frozen is fine. Okay, thank you so much, Julia, for being here with us. We're out of time, but I appreciate your, your time, your expertise, and I think this is really valuable for our listeners and, and parents alike. Again, you can find the show notes today at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash 59. I'm your host, Karen Thomas, and please join us next week. We'll be talking about homeopathy with Amy Lansky, who is the author of The Impossible Cure, one of the best books written on homeopathy by a mom who who actually says she cured her son from autism from homeopathy, and that is what her book is about. So we will have uh, Amy here with us next week, so please tune in for that. Share this with anybody you know who could be interested to, please, so they get these resources again. And, uh, and Julia, again, once again, thank you so much for being here, and uh, we will uh, 